There are more questions than answers. Like why do short pants cost the same as long pants? That is true. I'm not complaining. Because, <laughs> you know, I have to buy long pants. Me too. The person with the short legs is paying the same as I am. So is he paying more? Or am I paying more? I don't know. Hi, America. <laughs> Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee and I wear long pants. Welcome to the show. More questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. That was a good one, wasn't it? Yes. That was a good one. That was what? very good. I was impressed. There yeah. was almost like a guttle stop in oh, the middle, yes. and I kind of went up an octave. Mm -hmm. uh, I think great. my voice has just broken live on air. Hmm. It took a while to get there. I'll be shaving next week. <laughs> if you have just shaving tuned what? in, <laughs> leave my what alone. <laughs> That'll be my whatnot. If you've just tuned in, especially to hear the filth, then I admire your taste. Mm. If you've just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests. Somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming, and I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly... The mysterious and ethervescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. Heather was filling out a job application this week when it asked about military service. Heather wrote she'd been commando a few times that week. <laughs> More, well, than you. Few, More than a few times. Ah. <laughs> so you're very, very involved with the military then? I guess. On you some have, levels. <laughs> you have a big background in the military. Oh. oh. You're getting nothing for Christmas. Nothing for, same as last year then. 
Dollar Tree clothes. So <laughs> I won't be able to get your Christmas present this tell, year. <laughs> tell the listeners and the ladies and gentlemen what you said to me when we happened to be going past a certain store last year. I said, oh, God, look, the Dollar Tree closed. Now I won't be able to get your Christmas present. (laughs) (laughs) And how we laughed. (laughs) I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy Michelle Corrie. Michelle was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle realized this week that she could get shoes for a buck at the bowling alley. <laughs> and they look great, by the way. They're slippery, but they look good. Isn't that always the way in life? Yeah. Oh, also, oh, oh. <laughs> I wish to introduce for a second week running Nathan Bush. Oh, no. Nathan does not accept emails from Hormel Foods in case it's spam. Spammel. 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 Spiced ham. Likely. <laughs> Likely. We can't commit. We don't know if there's meat in there. No. Spammel. Spiced ham. Lightly. No, no what no. was it, Heather? Spiced pork and meat likely yeah let's hope so let's hope so what everyone wishes for when they open up a tin of spam i hope there's meat in there <laughs> not just jelly jelly well you say that but i quite like the jelly it's because oh, you're sick that's disgusting i'd lick the jelly and leave the meat stop to be it oh mm-mm. no 119 is a short pant wearing vet with a love of processed meat who used <laughs> to make oversized bowling shoes which is no small feat <sighs> now Last week, it was prophesized, bearing in mind I'm a prophet. You are. A psychic, working <laughs> at the are. height of their powers. Yes. That the number 119 would give me nothing but headaches and difficulties. Sure. As there are only 118 elements right. in the periodic table. Elephants, got it. So, with no elephants left, <laughs> it's going to be difficult to come up with things for 119. We also suggested... That emergency numbers had all been used up. Sure. But, but. ye of little faith, Mm-mm. hope springs eternal. Well, up until 119, so it seems. I can't okay. commit to next week. 119 is the atomic number of a theoretical element <laughs> called unanonenium. No. Unanon? Unanonenium. Unanonenium. It has not yet been synthesized. <laughs> Many attempts were made, but all have failed. This is alchemy, isn't it? it Why is. don't we try that later? I'm going down to the basement to create a new element. Call me when dinner's ready. Yeah. Apparently, it would be an alkaline metal similar to lithium, potassium, and sodium. They believe it won't happen until 2020. So you'll have to be patient for three years if you want to sprinkle that on your dinner. So mm-hmm. it's like a mixed banana? The Russians, a mixed banana. <laughs> Is yeah. that some sort of cocktail I hadn't previously been aware of? Should it's I go into a bar later at night? in it, right? Bananas do contain <laughs> potassium. And sodium do, and lithium. <laughs> as do many other fruits, it has to be said, in differing levels of chemicals, yes. <laughs> See, it's a banana. You're looking to create the a world's banana. first. It's already been invented. It's already been made. You've missed the boat since, like, ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're going to go down into the basement, slave for a year, and come up with... A banana. I'll just give you one now. <laughs> That's the one thing I won't eat. Really? Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise I me. Know. 
But wait, we thought there were no countries Uh-oh. with 119 oh. as an emergency number. Okay. But we were wrong. Wrong. There's not one. There's oh. two countries uh. that will use 119 as an emergency number. So if you are shot in Shindan, if you are killed in Kandahar, or you have a heart attack in Herat, you can call 119 and you would have the Afghanistan Emergency Services knocking on your door. Yay! Is there still one of those? If one exists, (laughs) it's Mohammed and he's got a first aid kit with some band-aids in it and a bucket of ice. But that's not all. If you're stabbed in Seoul, garroted in Gangwon, you can notify the emergency services of South Korea by calling 119. Nice. So, for the very first time on MQTA Radio, we have the very knowledgeable and wisdom-providing ways to stay safe and unarrested in South Korea. You always leave MQTA with more than you arrive with. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. You are playing online games in South Korea. Of course I am. It is illegal to do what? Miss Morris? Swear. Swearing during the playing of online computer games. Yes. No swearing. Nope, you can't swear. No effing and blinding, no effing nope. being. <laughs> nope, can't swear. Xbox, XX Xbox is nope. where we're going. can't swear. Michelle, what are you not allowed to do? What's illegal in South Korea if you're playing online games? I think you can't play for more than 12 hours at a crack. You're not a million miles away. Because hmm. I was going to mention as a follow-up to this that children, it's called the Cinderella Law. And children under 16, I believe it is, are not allowed to play computer games between the hours of darkness. Good. In a built-up area wearing a loud shirt. It is true. (laughs) But you are not allowed to cheat or create online cheats. If you cheat or use online cheats during a game on your Xbox, on your PlayStation in South Korea, the South Korean Rosas will be knocking on your door. How do they know you're cheating? There's means and ways. They know everything. Yeah. There's microchips in your shoes that tell people where you're walking and where you're going. By Have you not read any of the stories on this show? No, but I last... check my shoes. You do check your <laughs> shoes. <laughs> That's why Michelle gets them at the bowling alley. Yep. New pair every week. They match your eyes, actually. Thank one's you. blue and one's red. Yeah. Perfect. Just what you want. Half my family would be doing a diamond chino for Christmas Monopoly games and shenanigans we used to get up to. Doing it. Can you imagine if it was board chino. games? Cheating at board games. You put down a word with your grandmother at Scrabble, you know it doesn't exist. You're trying to convince her that the word exists in the same way that you tried to convince her that when she was a little girl, the entire world was black and white. And uh, <laughs> before you know where you are, the Scrabble police knocking on the door, you're doing five year stretch for the word xylem. Terrible. Yeah, do next and a Y. What are you going to do? This is where the law gets broken. Cheat. And my parents would be in Chino at this very moment doing a dime. I've no idea what that means. I heard it on a show of CSI. And uh, that's playing Monopoly. So no points to be had. In fact, Michelle, I'm going to give you the world's first MQTA half point. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. The mm. good Lord can take them away again. But I that know. does nudge you into a very slender lead. When Korean students are taking an English listening exam, it is illegal to do this outside. Yell. Yell. Rebel yell. Disrupting their exam. Can't do it. Quieten down, Miss Morris. We're trying (laughs) to learn how to order food in English. Yep. I would like the steak dinner, please. (laughs) 
medium rare. I'm sorry. I would also like a glass of orange juice. Uh-oh. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. <laughs> Lindsay fucking <Buckingham. laughs> Well done. That was what I thought as well. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> Shouting isn't the right answer. So what are we going to go with? What are you allowed to do outside? Play Fleetwood Mac play records. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> you're there. You're sat there. You're trying to work out. You're halfway through your exams. You're on the clothes section. I will not buy this chemise, this blouse. It's too small for me. And in the background, you're hearing ding, 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 ding. Oh. It's a chain. It is illegal to land or take off in an aeroplane. That wasn't the sound of any aeroplane I'd ever heard before. Uh-uh. No, that was the sound of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Oh. But for that exam, every single plane in South Korea is either stuck on the runway or isn't allowed to land. You're kidding. In case it makes too much noise. Nice. Can you imagine having a conversation with the tower? This is Mike Quebec Tango Alpha. Are they still on the asking directions at the railway station? Yes, keep circling. You've got another hour. We're running out of fuel. This is how Die Hard 2 started out. Right. Before they wow. went into all the terrorist shenanigans. When, I can't give the points away, can I? No, no points anywhere. When North Korea and South Korea political officials meet, it is important to have the biggest what? <laughs> it is important to have the biggest shield. The biggest mm. shield. When North Korea and South Korea get together for talks, this has been a major or problem. Or glasses. It's important to have. <laughs> That's a good, good The call, biggest Heather. glasses. Yeah, big black ones. George Burns used to be the enemy of the state of North Korea at one time. They were burning effigies of him in the streets. Look, there's an effigy of George Burns with large glasses. Damn you and your Western capitalist ways. I'm going to go with glasses. You're going with glasses. Missile. It's important to have the biggest missile. <laughs> this ended. It's important to have the biggest flag. Oh. oh, yeah, that's what they call this it. This ended after both parties agreed to set a flag size committee. <laughs> because whenever they had a meeting, they'd try and bring the biggest flag in, and it got ridiculous. Yeah. It had to end. They actually had to start a flag size committee and had to agree on this. So uh, now when they're flapping gently in the breeze, they're in fact the same size, you'd be pleased to know. I was thinking men's locker room. Mm-hmm. Well... You'd have got that wrong as well, then. <laughs> of course, a Korean girl with one leg is called what? Irene. Perfect. Oh, boy. I love this show. I love this show. That's a very cerebral joke because everyone knows the convention of what the answer should be. But then because it's Korean, you've got a little yeah. bit more. Not only do you get the joke, you get some more with it and you have to bring some intelligence and knowledge and wisdom. Because I, I couldn't love. make it be Peggy. No. <laughs> Irene is, in fact, the right answer. Project 119 is a government program in China to target the sports China has not excelled at in the Olympic Games. Mm. I went to a Chinese-German restaurant last week. The food was great, but an hour later, I was hungry for power. <laughs> we now go to... That's really bad, by the way. German. Mm. Can you imagine a German-Chinese... That's like deep-fried cabbage, maybe, or... Sweet and sour sausage. Cabbage. Sweet and sour sausage for you. Nothing but mm. the best. And every week, <laughs> we love to read out our mailbag. We love all of your messages of support. Yay, Where's mailbag. the yay? Where's the yay when I say we're going to... I gonna... love it. Yay! yay! 
It's not quite the same, is it? It has to be spontaneous, <laughs> or it's not going to work at all. But I love reading out your messages. I love receiving all of the comments on the show. Alan in Korea, who was from Invergrove Heights originally, despite... Oh, Aaron. Yes. yes. Hello, Aaron. That's the best Minnesotan accent you've got, is it? Ongyong. <laughs> he officially has a very small flag. He posted, good show. <laughs> now to find the forklift truck. He found ah. that very amusing. Do you remember someone stole a forklift truck on last week's show? Because he was tired of walking. Tired, tired of, walking. of walking. And there was a mattress on it. Quality. <laughs> he has his whole life. He's got his wheels. He's got his crib. What Some more move. do you need in life? <laughs> Kevin, our regular listener in Minnesota, has posted, You are like family, having met all Aww. three of you. If you knew any of our families, I'm sure he wouldn't commit to saying that. No. <laughs> At least we're all talking to one another, right? And we're in the right. same room. Mm -hmm. That is true. Okay. Hi, he Kevin. writes, glad to call them my friends. Aww. Yeah, and Kevin. He's, of course, on heavy medication. True. Oh, Kevin still, would appreciate, yeah. by the way, prayers of support and healing for his back problems. If you wish to give Kevin in Mankato some healing, I would much appreciate that. And I'm sure yeah. he would mm -hmm. as well and give you his thanks if he was here. Jody, another regular listener and friend has Jody. posted. Hi, Jody. I'm on a trip through all of the archives, just like Kevin. He's on a trip. <laughs> I know most of them by heart. It's a long journey, but well worth it. Yay, I'm on the yes. Harry Potter Jelly Beans episode. <gasps> of course he is. Boy. Series two, episode 70. My yeah. first night. Poor Michelle. There's always something new that stands out. A Korean flag still in its wrapper, apparently. Do you remember <sighs> your first ever episode? Episode I'll never forget it. 70, season mm -hmm. two. We forced you in the first 10 minutes of the show to eat Harry Potter jelly beans. Roulette style. Do you remember what you got? I got sausage, mm -hmm. dirt, and earwax. Yep, Ooh. just a familiar Friday and night out. you guys out. got like blueberry. Oh yeah, I got lemon, lemon and cinnamon. I think the worst one somebody got was grass. I got grass yeah. eventually. Yeah. yeah. Earwax was particularly oh, gaggy, yeah. wasn't it? New I can girl still taste it. In the corner, throwing her guts up. Totally. In every episode, there is something new, even though this is my fourth trip around, apparently. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. Kevin then chips in again and then says, we need to play the Harry Potter jelly bean game again. It was such a Kevin? great episode. I do have another <laughs> box upstairs. We do. I think, bearing in mind that was probably about a year ago, we could Ooh, have the anniversary. anniversary. And we could just put a blindfold on Michelle and uh, let her put her hand in and see what she pulls out. <sighs> Wasn't it the next week we had different flavored sodas like bacon we found a ranch a ranch flavored soda <gasps> and there right. was a there was a buffalo chicken buffalo flavored chicken soda <laughs> so we had a swig of buffalo chicken soda followed by followed by a soda flavored with ranch yes i mean the combination on its own stands up but oh. it was fizzy and sweet weird that was it, i remember yeah it tasted like feet Okay. <laughs> well, I can't describe it like that. But go on. It stayed with me for a week, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Robin, our good friend in Robin! Massachusetts, has written, I will live out my Epicurean delights through you. <laughs> Epicurean. Nice word. Epicurean. Wow. She should get points. Epicurean. Uh -huh. Kevin, he's got a big mouth, isn't he? He hasn't Kevin. stopped talking. Kevin also posted, Great Japanese, Heather. I spent a year there. And could understand every word you said. 
I think he smoked far too much opium and drank far too much sake while he was Oh, there. I think a not. Did oh, you know? Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> See where we're going? <laughs> Starting with the racism early, are we? <laughs> this week, did you know Japanese engineers created a girlfriend jacket that replicated the sensation of being hugged from behind by a woman? This actually was, I'm not making this up, this was invented this week. No. And all I have to say is, once again, Japanese engineers remain on the cutting edge of creepy loneliness. Yes. But that is the God's honest truth. You can go and look that up. Thank you for all of your words of support. Thank, Thank you for you your letters. Thank you very much. If you go onto our Facebook site, more questions than answers. With Adrian Lee, we have 5,900 followers on there at the moment. And you can repost this show. If you're listening at the moment, live on Dark Matter Network at 8 o'clock Central Time on a Friday. Why not tell your friends and family what you're listening to and we'll get as many people together as possible. And if you're now listening to this in our archives, why not post on your wall, on your social media sites that you're listening to MQTA and spread the word. But if you mm -hmm. want to leave comments, if you want to see the chat, the cartoon, the jokes, the videos, all of tonight's stories, all of the photographs and much, much more, that's Facebook more questions than answers with adrian lee now several of our listeners did say they were listening to the show in our archives if you go to soundcloud.com and search for mqta radio all of our shows of the last four years are there and if you go to season two episode 70 it's all free you will find michelle gagging live on air as she's mm -hmm. forced to eat earwax dirt and sausage was a yeah. very memorable way to start your time with us, Michelle. Yes. And again, if you're listening on SoundCloud, why not press the little orange love heart? Tell us how much you appreciate the show and what we do. And of course, we have an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round called Not For Your Mother that we can't read out on air for fear of being removed or getting a hefty fine. So we do a little bit more at the top of the hour when we go off air. We stay in the studio. We do an extra 20 to 25 minutes, all of the filth. The innuendo, the dirtiness, Dirty. the stories from around the world that we cannot read out on Dark Matter Digital Network. But you can access that as an extra in the archives. And by the way, show 113 is currently up there. It was a show we did three or four weeks ago. The last 10 minutes of that show is one of the funniest moments of my life. You will hear me laughing solidly oh. to the point of not being able to breathe over a three or four minute period. One of the funniest stories we've ever read out in the round of Not For Your Mother, that show 113. You can go on there after this show and search for that. You will not be disappointed. The last 10 minutes, the bicycle story. We're not going to add any more than that, are we? Nope. I'm laughing. Now, everyone in the room has a big grin on their face. That was just a joy, wasn't it? You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher and TuneIn. So if you're in the gym, walking the dog, driving in the car, out jogging, you can access us and people listen to the shows back to back all day long. You can find me on Twitter, Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. We have 94,000 followers on there. If you wish to donate to the show, this show is free. It will always be free. But if you go to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R. EON.com and search for MQTA radio. People are donating to pay for our office supplies, our paper, to pay for the rental of the studio, the equipment. And we might even get a P.O. box. Ooh. There are many wondrous things on there. You can advertise all of your products. 
I'm not as Big excited spender. as you are. I know a PO <laughs> box. PO box. <laughs> to do what with? What are we going to do in this like PO box? That sounds like sensible things to do. That sounds like we're almost bordering on the word professional. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say responsible, and that'd oh. just be silly. Mm, no. I think the umbrella of professionality does cover that. Can we buy that. more Bigfoot stock too, though? Okay, we'll blow the rest of the money on Bigfoot stock. What could possibly go wrong? So apparently we're getting a P.O. box now. I'm not quite sure why. So they can mail the Bigfoot stock to us. If you have pictures. Yes. Pictures. Or, or oh, I was going to say hair clippings. But no, what's wrong with you? I don't Toe want nail hair clippings. Cl oh. I, I, meant, I meant a Bigfoot, not no. the... No, I don't want... Well, I didn't. If you wish to send toenail clippings and shavings of pubic hair to Miss Morris, you're more than welcome to do so. She's going to get some sticky tape and make a scarf yeah. for Christmas. But now we don't need the dollar store. The scarf's itchy. I love the way that you've got some tonal contrast with some of the ginger running through. And toenails. Oh. <coughs> yeah. Stuck in my throat. That's a shocking to do. What's wrong with you both? Filth. This is what it is. Filthy. P.O. Box. P.O. Box. Well, it makes me Baby. want to get one now, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. We used to get sent a lot of food when I was on previous radio shows. Oh. and uh, we well, you didn't, don't eat it. We didn't eat any of it. No, I gave it to me mum and dad. It was great. Oh. oh. Try that out. Perfect. Look at that. I'm sure it was very nice, but, you know, you can't be too careful in this country. There's some very strange and weird people, and I'm weird. sitting with most of them at the moment, it appears. So if you go to patreon.com and search for MQTA Radio, there are different levels of donation, and we would be very grateful because we want to keep this show free. Everything's free, the archives and the show. You can listen to us first on a Friday night at 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Central Time, of course. Mm -hmm. on the dark matter digital network if you look that up you can hear us first on there my book if you're looking for a fun summer read full of ghosts full of hauntings full of spookiness mysterious midwest unwrapping urban legends and ghostly tales from the dead with a forward written by david ellison award-winning bassist of megadev and you can see all of my healing as well all of my healing all of my readings if you go to adrianleepsychic.com that's all on there as well there's some fabulous pictures i was healing horses of course mm -hmm. we mentioned very that neat. in last week's yeah. show if charlie. you friend me on facebook yes charlie the horse he was a very nice horse brown horse mm -hmm. i don't want to get too technical for oh. you he was a brown horse so we can do that as well. You can see all of those photographs. But if you go to adrianleepsychic.com, there's many, many wondrous things on there. Very briefly, I want to say happy birthday to Nancy, who's in Minnesota. She listens to the show as well. So many happy returns to her. And finally, Martin, our regular listener and friend in New York. Martin. Hi, Martin. Has created an amazing online auction site called Martin's Online Auctions. On Facebook, there is everything on there from the Living Dead Dolls to 80s metal concerts t-shirts the unusual strange intriguing and bizarre go and have a look at what is morbidly fascinating items are just a couple of clicks away from owning remember martin's online auctions on facebook you have already shown good taste by listening to this show now you can surround yourself with good taste as well tomorrow is national spoonerisms day huh? where would we be without spoonerisms Half the Lonely show. Lonely in bed. Lonely 
What's a spoonerism? And in bed. So let's start the show. I will give you some examples. Okay. Uh, I'm as mean as mustard with a plaster man where Heather will get a blushing crow for her points this week. This is my pun fart. No one's, no one knows. <laughs> it's where you're muddling up your worms. Ah. Uh, Do you see where we are? Yes. I thought it was funny. There is a show dying to get out. <laughs> We run into the first round with our spoonerisms in one hand and a rather limp-looking oh. Korean flag in the other. <laughs> into the darkness, the dripping of the basement, the coldness of the water. As we turn on our K2 meter and our flashlight, stare into the distance and say, is anybody here? This is the round of ghosts and hauntings. A couple on benefits who claim to live in a haunted house reckon their money woes have made their ghost problems worse. Karen and Paul, we've got Karen and Paul on our team. We do. They live in St. Cloud, who appeared on Channel 5's On Benefits, lost their laundrette business last year, and were forced to sell everything they own. They'd be clean ghosts, wouldn't they, if you had a yes. laundrette business? They'd be nice, white, clean sheets, wouldn't they? Being stripped of their livelihood means the couple and their daughter, Madison, are now forced to survive on $2,000 a month benefit payments. What? And Karen's winnings from online... <laughs> gambling the cost of living in britain is a lot higher than it okay. is over here i might add <laughs> we could live on that yes but you're um, in I southwest minnesota and you're not <laughs> I living i lived on that <laughs> you're not living in britain the family feel the stressful situation of losing their business has not only had a devastating impact on the quality of their life but a profound impact on their resident ghost Karen explained it's been the hardest year ever. The family crumbled apart. Speaking about the strange goings-on at their house, Karen said we've heard a little girl giggling on the stairs. Our dogs, they've heard things while they've been upstairs. And they've been stiff on the stairs and won't go down. What? Yeah, huh? They definitely <laughs> sensed it. <laughs> I'm going to plough on regardless because I don't want to be taken Sorry. off air. It got really active last year mm -hmm. when we were having bad luck. The couple used a homemade Ouija board to contact the spirit who was haunting their home and found out that he was called. What do you think the ghost was called? Dark, evil, throwing things around. Mm. Freddy, Bob. The ghost was called Malcolm. <laughs> That's close. He died. How's that even close? He doesn't even share the same letters. Look, There's an O in it. To be fair, it would, been, it would have been better, wouldn't it, if Queen were fronted by Malcolm Mercury? That sounds a lot better, oh. doesn't it? Nightmare on Elm Street with Malcolm Kruger. That was his mm. brother. His brother yeah. never got the brakes. He wasn't caught in the fire, was he? He died in 1858, aged 57. But he's not a pleasant house guest malcolm mm. seems like such a benign name doesn't it yes mm -hmm. can you imagine going to see the film you know it's halloween there's always ghost films and horror films at halloween isn't there can you imagine taking your girlfriend to see malcolm 18 he'd be running around doesn't work does it not really no. paul said he could come out with the most abusive language you'd ever heard really horrible karen added it's if he was having a laugh with us. Sometimes he's very active. Sometimes you just hear odd things. Paul told how he believes their run of bad fortune has worsened the problem as the spirit has picked up on the bad energy. These paranormal activities have to have energy to be acted on, Paul explained. The energy they get is from your emotions. 
He's got a very good point there, actually. Yes. I investigated the London Dungeons in London on Tooley Street, just south of the river there. The London Dungeons is a museum dedicated to the history of torture. People jump out on you. They have actors dressed as monks. There's a Jack the Ripper exhibit. You go around in a little truck. It's very, very scary. It used to be a vintner's. They stored wine there back in the day underneath the arches hmm. of the bridge. Sure. Nothing bad has ever happened there. Yet millions and millions and millions of tourists go there from all over the world all year long. And they're scared. They jump. They expect terrible things to happen to them. And they're bringing those emotions with them. That's a finger buffet for anything dark, anything demonic that just wants to come through and feed on that. You're bringing stuff in, aren't you? Oh, yeah. There's a thing called a thought form. It's called a tulpa in Nepalese culture. And a thought form is that if everyone thinks of an entity, then an entity will appear. So if all think there's a ghost called Malcolm and we genuinely believe that and we put that impression out there, then a ghost called Malcolm will in fact actually appear and we can make that manifest. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. The floor in your plan Jason is that Johnny Momoa. Depp's not actually dead. <laughs> You're going to have to pick someone dead, right? You can't oh, pick yeah. someone. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a James Dean. I don't know. Oh, I Liberace. Oh, wow. Liberace? <laughs> Jeez. Wow. <laughs> and suddenly a phantom <laughs> candelabra suddenly appeared and the plinking That'd be of, awesome. They, I'm I've just been saying. up all night listening to vaudeville piano mm -hmm, playing. Mm -hmm. Damn you in your ways and your thought forms and tulpas. Liberace's keeping me awake at night. I've got work in the morning. The dog can't sleep. The kids are irritable. All I can hear is bad piano playing. Shockingly bad. The soap factory. An amazing building. They made soap there back in the day. Victorian. That's Minneapolis. Strange. The last <laughs> unconverted <laughs> warehouse on the banks of the Mississippi in Minneapolis. Why is that strange? That they made soap at a soap factory. <laughs> They're very lucky that the two came together. <laughs> Michelle, we need to make some soap. Victorians are very dirty people. We yes. need to find a soap factory to make that happen. I'll try. All I can find is a cocoa powder factory. We're going to be out of luck. Do you see how the stars have to align to make those two things happen? They have a horror experience, a horror, horror. a horror house there. Yeah. <laughs> During Halloween. It's so scary. <laughs> people are going there and they're jumping and they're scared and they're crying. I've seen people urinate themselves. They're bringing emotions into that building, mm -hmm. which any darkness and any negativity can then feed on. You're then attracting all the darkest things in life, aren't you? By delivering a finger food buffet of emotional darkness. Mm-hmm. All these things are possible. Karen said I Malcolm. I feel like that's my life. What? Oh. I deliver a finger food. I'm sorry, <laughs> you deliver a what? Darkness. Can I have a sausage roll? <laughs> a dirty one. <laughs> you deliver finger food of darkness. Buffet. Wow. Volivants of death. Mm -hmm. Cheese and pineapple. <laughs> darkness. <laughs> the one who walks backwards. Satan's pickles. <laughs> Party sausages of Beelzebub. <laughs> Darkness parties are us. Any occasion. So much fun. Bar mitzvahs, anniversaries, Birthdays. weddings. Brilliant. <laughs> we'll bring the darkest finger food to entertain your friends and family. <laughs> get on that. Someone will take that if we don't get in there. Right on. Karen and Malcolm. It's becoming more and more destructive and targets poor in particular. We've had shells ripped off the walls and we've been attacked by buffets. One night, oh, darkness. The buffets of darkness. <laughs> Remember, ladies and gentlemen, buffetsofdarkness.com. 
for all your darkness buffet needs. E. coli, guaranteed. <laughs> Remember to tell your friends. Sign the waiver. <laughs> What's finger food in buffets over here? What would you have? I've done a pretty good job so far. Pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. Brought to you by Mephisto. Mozzarella sticks. <laughs> You've got far too involved in this. You give them an idea and they run with it until they squeeze the pips out. It pulled all of the shelves off the walls in the kitchen. Can you believe this? It's definitely paranormal for every shelf to be ripped out. It's really weird. Cost them a fortune now. Or it's termites. Mm-hmm. Or it's the dead ghost of termites in a collective. Yes. Yeah. Ghostly DIY. Or now you die. <laughs> terrible <laughs> visit our facebook site more questions than answers for all your darkness buffet needs i shall give myself two points for coming up with a money-making idea for michelle heather what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings well the weird hysteria began in mid-june when stories on indian social media warned people in the state of rajasthan Mm-hmm. That'll that, be Roger Stone. <laughs> yeah, that too. It doesn't say anything about a Stan. Roger that, and Stan. Roger, Roger and Stan. Stan. That a group of occult practicing individuals with shape shifting abilities Ooh. were in the midst and derived their power by cutting the hair of unsuspecting women. So random assaults of hair cutting by ghosts Wouldn't or shape shifters. Let me just put this out there. Wouldn't it not help? To get rid of shapeshifters and to do every single person on this planet a huge favour. And you can thank me if they actually targeted men with top knots and buns. Wouldn't that be a lot better? I kind of, once in a while, I like the man bun. Not always, but once in a while. That's like a 1%, Michelle. Yeah, it is. It's like maybe even a half of a Right. So for every 200 men that walks past as a half percent, you're going to find one man in 200. And then we're going to whack it off. What? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> Too much information being delivered right there. I, I really don't know what you're going to do with it. What makes that half percent special? It just suits that man or mm-hmm. he's got the hippie thing going. Yeah. There's just some. He's some wearing capris and he's got no. a bit of hippie no. thing. No. It doesn't have no. to be the hippie thing. It has to be the Viking masculine. Like the butch one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not the biker one because that's just trashy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're learning a lot tonight, aren't yes, we? Yes. There's a little checklist. But mm-hmm. I think if they were attacking women, they should be attacking guys with top knots. And I think every single listener listening to this show would probably agree with me. Oh, and while they're at it, mullets, Mr. Oh, Lee. Oh, mullet. Moulet. Moulet. That's the French version. A moulet? Yes. Où est la moulet? The tales appear to have taken hold in the local zeitgeist as... Soon thereafter, strikingly similar incidents began being reported to the police. To date, authorities have received at least a dozen such calls about a being cutting the hair of women and girls while they slept. <coughs> oh no, you wake up and you're both <laughs> mean. <laughs> That's terrible. You wake up with a full head of hair. Not no, so much. you go to bed. The, yeah. You put your head down on your pillow. Mm-hmm. You close your little eyes. You're counting Indian sheep. Mm-hmm. Or Thanking Ganesh. He's nice. my favorite. He's one of the best, isn't he? I if love you're going to go with a multi deity mm-hmm. with an elephant's head, you're not. You're not got too many to choose from, have you? And you wake up with a melon. You're, you're Sinead O'Connor. Yep. Oh. That's not so bad in India. That would be very hard to have all that hair. 
The father of one of the victims told the Hindustan Times that Hindustan, Hindustan. Yes, there's that standing. That stands again. in everywhere, Stan, isn't it? Rajasthan, Uzbekistan, that Kurdistan, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan. That someone or something snipped off a large chunk of his daughter's hair as she was sweeping. Oh, we suspect the occult activities and the supernatural being involved in this, as there was no. Show me that, Professor Hanzakov. <laughs> Is he real? Present in our house during the time of the incident. What is this? This is India. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I feel like an idiot now. Yeah. I feel like I'm stupid. Good. <laughs> Do you know what? Have minus a half. You're on zero. How'd you like them apples? Another family that fell victim to whatever is behind the strangeness suspects that they had been drugged beforehand because they smelled a strange odor wafting through their home before they all fell asleep. Now that's mm. happened before. As long as they don't wake up with anything sore. Oh, God. Yikes. That's terrible. Sniff this handkerchief. That's the way. I hate when someone says smell this. <laughs> Your day does not end well at that no. point, does it? Upon waking up, they discovered a lock of the daughter's hair on the doorstep of the home, leaving them convinced that they had been visited by a barber being. A barber being. A barber being. They're stuffing mattresses with this. There'll be Americans buying mattresses from India stuffed with young girls' hair. Well, I know a lot of hair extensions are made out of Indian hair. That's true. They may be taking it without people knowing. Mm -hmm. So far, police say that two of the cases have turned out to be incidents where the victims had cut their own hair. And <gasps> otherwise, they had been unable to apprehend anyone who could have been behind the unwanted trimmings? Mm. So put a nightcap on or something. I don't know. Sleep with your head under the pillow. Uh, My granddad did that and his teeth disappeared in the night and he woke up with $10. Unbelievable. Miss mm. Morris, you are on a resplendent two. I can't give you any more because your accent's terrible. Oh. Uh, okay, I will give you some more. Okay, no, I won't. Fair <laughs> enough. If you're going to be like that, where's the cheering? Where's the clapping? It's all about misery. All about the worst possible. We need some optimism on this show. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? Haunting footage appears to capture a poltergeist at work in a woman's house. But not everyone is convinced by the supernatural goings-on. The video sees a young Asian woman recording herself in a living room. As the clip continues, a white rocking chair in the background appears to move slightly. The woman catches the movement in the corner of her eye and gets up to investigate. As she comes closer, the chair begins to move even more, leaving her terrified. She bolts out of the door before the clip ends. It's not clear where or when it was shot, but it was uploaded to video sharing site LiveLeak, where viewers were skeptical over the footage. The ghost of string wrote one another added i knew it was a fake when she walked towards it making sure not to block the camera well i'm convinced commented a third sarcastically wow i've come across haunted chairs it is a phenomena we were investigating on the top floor 
of the Pipestone Historical Society Museum. And Ooh. I put a fishing bobber, which I use as a trigger object, on the arm of a rocking chair. They had a little Victorian tableau scene there of a living room from the 1880s. And I have video footage of the rocking chair moving and the trigger object falling off all on its own. And I'm not finished there. By Jiminy, by Jove. Oh, no, madam. I was then investigating in the old jailhouse hotel in Taylor's Falls. And the same thing happened again. Rocking chair moving on its own with nothing else around it in a controlled environment. If grandmother sat in that rocking chair all of her life. Jailhouse rock. Well, you can have some of that later. <laughs> so ultimately, if grandmother sat in that chair all of her life and then died, you can imagine that her presence would be an attachment. So yeah. that piece of furniture, I shall give you your points back. You are now up half? to a very resplendent <laughs> two, but you can oh. have half if you want. I was going to give you a tad more ah. there. A final story tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings. A terrified mum is desperate to be rid of a haunted doll that she claims keeps setting the smoke alarms off in the middle of the night, has left her husband covered in scratches and has the ability to move around. Myself. Can you imagine a haunted doll? thinking about getting rid of it. I like the fact the doll sat there smoking cigarettes at three in the morning. You've got all these amazing porcelain Victorian dolls, and then you've got the one smoking. She's already bottle of gin in her hand. You've got all these amazing dolls. Yeah, you've got the Jack the Ripper victim doll. That was mail order, that one. <laughs> Debbie Merrick, 50, bought three pretty china dolls for just $8 from a secondhand shop in the start of July. But since bringing the trio home, she has found the family plagued with supernatural problems. Mm. A week after placing her new purchases in the spare room, Debbie's husband, Cameron, 50, was alarmed to find he had been woken up one morning with small scratches oh, on his leg. <laughs> I'll be your friend forever. <laughs> I will never leave you. <laughs> Debbie said the smoke alarm keeps going off. <laughs> or smoking a pipe. And one night I heard the floorboards creaking and thought it may have been my daughter getting up. But when I checked, she was fast asleep. Then one morning my husband said to me, I've got scratches all over my legs. <laughs> It's an outrage! It's an outrage! I definitely haven't had that happen before. They looked a bit like little cat scratches and they were sore. My husband is a complete non-believer. He's still trying to come up with an explanation. The scratches do look like they've been done by something small, like a little doll's hand. <laughs> I've had a nightmare about a doll, a nightmare! About a doll dragging itself along the floor towards me. Smoking. Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> One of the reasons that the family smoke alarm keeps going off is because the spirit in the doll is moving through the house and causing sudden changes in temperature, triggering oh. the heat sensors. Her psychic friend became upset about being under the same roof as the spooky doll, so Debbie placed it in a box in the shed. But that wasn't the end of it. Apparently, they went out to the shed and all the dolls have moved around. They're having a party back there. <laughs> Debbie has now placed the doll Smoking for sale that's in the shed. Watching pornography and drinking Jack Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> all I wanted was a nice porcelain doll. I've got the three muses back there. It's terrible. It looks like backstage at a Motley Crue concert. Right, yeah terrible she's trying to sell these on ebay now she wants oh. to sell them for 25 35 dollars 25 pounds 35 dollars and she wants to entice an experienced demonologist or a brave amateur ghost hunter heather to take it off its 
what I worry about, I, I get the feeling this is PR because she bought them in a secondhand shop. Now she wants to sell $8. them. $8. She's then come up with this story yep. and now she's selling them for $35, $30 each. You see what's happened there, how the price has now gone up. She says, if it doesn't sell, I'll give them to a charity shop. Oh, great. Mummy, can I have those nice dolls? <laughs> Yeah, they're only. No, they're only let's a, not destroy it. <laughs> play with it nicely. Tie don't destroy it. <laughs> it all goes quiet, and you walk upstairs to see how your daughter's getting on, and she's covered in tat, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yep. One of the dolls is hanging yeah. on to a tattoo gun. <clears throat> Homemade one. Nice. What could possibly go wrong? Mm. Scratching her man or eBay scam? You decide. Go to our oh. Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee at the end of that round. Michelle is on two. I'm on four. Heather is also on two as we venture into the round that is UFOs and cryptozoology. It's green men and hairy beasties. Conspiracy theorists have gone wild over claims aliens were present at Christ's crucifixion. A painting on the walls of the Fetiscolavoli cathedral in georgia which shows jesus being crucified while surrounded by a crowd apparently features ufos way beyond humans technological abilities at the time one man in the painting even seems to be gesturing towards the objects art historians who have studied the 11th century piece say the weird dome-shaped crafts represent guardian angels but this is thought to conflict with usual depictions of guardian angels during the byzantine period as they were usually drawn with wings meanwhile the mysterious objects have also been spotted in other depictions of christ i've done lectures on this i studied early renaissance byzantine medieval art i've done lectures on this for mufon the actual image they chose isn't the best one they could have chosen this is a period of history where Christians and pagans are kind of bleeding into one another a little mm -hmm. bit. This is where the Christians are trying to get pagan beliefs on board to try and bring as many pagans into the church as possible. And what you've got here is a face, and it's the moon on one side, and a face in the sun on the other, which represents pagan gods. But they're trying to make it acceptable that you should now worship Christ by having the pagan gods in the background of the crucifixion. Now, having said that, there are some amazing frescoes out there. There's one in Kosovo, if you look this up, where there's little men whizzing around in rockets around Christ's head, and they're pressing buttons and pulling levers. And buttons, of course, are an invention of modernity and electricity, and the same with a lever to a certain degree. And those are there to see. So I do believe this. I do lectures on UFOs in Renaissance art. They just happen to have picked one that I think actually represents pagan gods, the sun and the moon, where they're trying mm. to bring that in and merge that together with Christianity. Conspiracy theory website Ancient Aliens claimed the unknown artist seems to be telling us that these flying saucers were present during the death of Jesus. The faces likely mean these crafts were piloted by people or beings that seem to play a central role in the event. They must have been part of the crucifixion story, at least as it was taught by the Georgian Orthodox Church, where early artists and the Orthodox Church were aware of certain facts about ancient aliens, and they have been veiled from us today. It follows the emergence of two separate texts from Egypt, held in the Morgan Library and Museum in New York City, and the other at the Museum of University of Pennsylvania, which suggests Jesus was actually an alien shapeshifter. This is where all the hair's being cut in India now. Rather than a water-walking god that raised people from the dead, they're going to go with the ridiculous idea that he was an alien shapeshifter. 
So nothing strange about either idea there. But you can look this up. Crucifixion scene or tractor beam. You can decide. If you go to our (laughs) Facebook site, more questions than answers with Adrian Lee, I should give myself two points for being fun and informative. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology? A mystery bee spotted in a Scottish field could give the Loch Ness Monster a run for its money. People have been going wild on social media, coming up with different theories as to what the animal is. Theories so far have included calling it part tortoise, part stoat, among other creatures. A stortus. A stortus. And this is what it stort us. <laughs> There's nothing deadlier, is there, than a cross between a stoat and a tortoise? I mean, what's it going to do? Run at you really slowly and then <laughs> burrow itself into some sort of hedgerow? I mean, with the abilities. I don't even know what a stoat is. It's, it's like a like weasel a, yeah. or a pine martin or an. Weeze. What? Holy <laughs> <Are we> sure? <laughs> Yo, you did three minutes ago. You didn't know what it is, and now you're doing impressions. Yeah. How quickly your world turns around, Miss Morris. Mm, that is true. A cross awesome. between a stoat and a tortoise, one of the meanest killing machines ever invented. That could come at you, couldn't it? Slowly over a period of time, slowly, <laughs> like a meat, a meat pie working its way towards you. Slowly, slowly. The worst thing for a vegetarian is seeing a meat pie coming mm. at you from distance, following you around like a zombie. Terrible. <laughs> a stoat and a tortoise are the worst two things you could put together. Oh, I don't know. It's like the island of Doctor Maru over here. There'll be people making this movie. mechanically. Yeah. They should write a book about oh, that. They should. They should try that. Jimmy Wright, 66, snapped the odd sight while walking his son's dog on Crow Hill, and that's known locally as the Cowfield in West Stirlingshire Village, Killarn. Aren't you looking for Mr. Wright? <laughs> There's an opportunity there. If he's walking the fields, oh, yeah. he obviously likes the outdoors. Hmm. He's obviously fit and healthy. 66? 66 may mm. have a bit of money. Mm. There are. Jimmy told The Observer, I put it on Facebook, but I was taken aback at just how much response it received. It definitely has people talking. When I came towards it, said Jimmy, who retired as an NHS general manager for mental health services in Glasgow in 2006, I was struck by how prolific it was, and I took a picture. I thought it looked like a dinosaur. I'm sorry. (laughs) I thought you looked like a dinosaur. I couldn't resist. I have been up that way before, but the sight was definitely unexpected. I put it on the Killern for All Facebook page, and the comments began. One resident, Mary Young, suggested we try to get someone to name it, so I agreed to donate £100 to the charity of choice of the person who comes up with the name Malcolm. <laughs> with the most likes. He said the suggestions have been flooding in with Nessie Dorma. Nessie Dorma. <laughs> Currently taking the lead. I love that. Sweet. Mm. He added, at the end of the day, if it gets people talking and gives everyone a bit of escape from all the bad news there seems to be at the moment, then it's all good. If it brightens up someone's day and makes some money for charity, all the better. That is all a fantastic story. You shall get points. You're now up to four. We're going to squeeze in as many stories as we have left in the time remaining. As we run into the round, it is the strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that are too good to read out, but don't fit easily into any other category. Heather, what have you got for me in the round of S&B? And another example of internet madness, the death 
of a security robot in Washington, D.C. office fountain is making waves online. Oh, my. I know on Monday news that a Nightscope security robot had fallen into a fountain was relayed on Twitter <laughs> by <laughs> by Belil Farakoy. Oh, say that name again. Uh, Balil, 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 Farquai, Farquai. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and how are you spelling that? Like uh, it sounds? F A R O O Q U I. Okay. Mm. Yeah, you're Farquai. right. For, uh, mm. Our DC office building got a security robot. It drowned itself. Oh, we were God. promised flying cars. Instead, we got suicidal robots. <laughs> That was nice, wasn't it? Mm. Depressed. Sounds like my Roomba. From there. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Did it commit suicide too? Can you not get some cream for that? <laughs> From there, internet denizens chimed in with their own theories, with some mocking and mourning the robot's fate. Oh, my remembrance moment with Steve the robot. Texas. Oh, God. Oh, no. Just the last Friday. We were such good friends. I did things to that robot. I cried when that robot died. But he looks so healthy and happy. The nice gun. This is not a laughing matter. Yes, Michelle. Suicide is a serious issue. Amongst robots. He should have been in therapy. Robot Why therapy. Why wasn't anyone helping him? Well, it all started when I found out my mother was a toaster. <laughs> Resembling R2-D2 from Star Wars oh. franchise, the K-5 security robot was rolled out by California-based Nightscope in 2014. Wow. The five-foot-tall androids are equipped with four cameras and designed to assist law enforcement or beef up security in commercial developments. Can they punch? I don't think so. Mm. Suicidal mm -mm. robots. That's right. Brain the size of a planet. Bring it, leave it. Bring it, leave it. I've been here parking cars. Terrible. I shall give you points for giving me Marvin the manically depressed robot. Mm. We now come to the part of the show that is recorded after we go off air. This is the round called Not For Your Mother. Thank you for finding us in the archives why not share what you're listening to on your social media platforms and on facebook and if you could click the little orange love heart if you're listening on soundcloud right now we would really appreciate that this is the round where your mother should be out of the room if she's of a nervous disposition if there's young minors around you need to shuffle them off to bed with some cookies and some milk these are the stories laden with innuendo with filth with dirtiness the stories of sexual intrigue. Michelle's getting excited already. Miss mm -hmm. Morris, what have you got first for me in the round of NFM? Well, a man with a mystery con medical condition that caused his genitalia Ooh. to swell <gasps> to 10 times the average size what? has had reconstructive What's surgery thanks to a Facebook post. Where's the problem? I don't oh. know where the problem lies. Uh, the angle of his dangle was down oh. by his knees. Oh. oh. i seen some pictures. There was an elephant walk. Oh. A couple of Pringles cans. Yes. Did he wear pants? He couldn't. Oh. I'll get into to it. To be fair, it's, <gasps> it's costing him the same amount of money to buy long ones as short ones, apparently. <laughs> right? And you could see back balls. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. I uh, coined the term. 
Do you know what back balls are? It's balls you can see when their back is turned. Because like they hang dog. so low. Like, like, a, <laughs> like a basset hound. It's back balls. That's Stop awful. it, your back balls are touching me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? What places have you been going to? Which bar is this? <laughs> Forens, a weedy opio from Kibigori, Kenya. <laughs> yep. Kibigori. First noticed a cyst on his genitale in 2006 when he was just 10 years old oh, an boy. initial procedure removed the growth in 2007 but the problem re-emerged years later over time the cyst grew so <gasps> big no. that forens struggled to walk the 21 year old said this thing started very small <laughs> this is africa right like boil i thought you said africa. obviously oh i'm sorry then it was the size of feast. The size of feast. <laughs> it just, oh no! It's a claw. <laughs> it just continued to grow bigger and bigger. It's a beach ball. <sighs> yes, it, nobody was blowing it up though. Oh. It was. <laughs> Chris, I'm almost giddy. We've been at this an hour and feeling faint. The room's spinning. Give me ten minutes and a sit down. Ah, uh, it was removed. And operated on, and they did some tests and found out it's not been fully removed. But I could not come back due to post erection, oh, election <laughs> violence. And I stayed home. Have you ever had post erection <laughs> violence, Michelle? Has that ever happened? No. No post erection violence no, for you. No. Okay, you're a very lucky guy. Forens eventually had to drop out of school because his testicle grew so large that he could no longer wear clothes. He had to carry a wheelbarrow in. around with him. Yeah, well, you're not far off. I mean, it was old man balls to the 10th degree. That's what it was. Old man's balls. Isn't that yeah. a blues song? I, uh, actually, I think it might be the dirty blues. <laughs> the dirty blues. That's a Delta. Go back and listen. Yeah. Old man Old... balls. <laughs> Take them to malls. Nice. <laughs> no. 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 Really not. No. No. Well, he began to mend shoes in an attempt to save money, but his goal of being oh, able to pay sad. for surgery was still a long way out of reach. Well, he could set him on his balls. Cobbles. <laughs> Cobble away. Oh, no, 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 oh. no. Neighbor Duncan Otino <laughs> took some shocking photographs of Forence's deformed member and posted them on Facebook with a plea for help, oh. as one does. Help my neighbor's balls. Oh, I took a photo, I posted it on my Facebook, and shared it to all over internet. Mm. Good, After good. three, three days. Just the three. We got a call from Our Lady of Mercy, Ranguma. <laughs> Ranguma. Ranguma. Can I have some of those Ranguma crab Ranguma? And an ambulance picked him up from from the village. After being examined, surgeons at the hospital scheduled two operations. The first to debulk his penis. I don't know a lot of people that need their penis debulked. Debunked. Not debunked. Debulked. 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 Yes. You're inventing your own words. No, Debulked. it's in here. I'll show you. It's and, in black and white. 
and to get rid of some excess mass. The second was Janice to... Dickinson says, thank you for the new chest. <laughs> and the second was to reconstruct the penis and fashion it into a more usual shape and size. Like a balloon. Why? What do you want? Why? Do you want a Why giraffe? Please? Do you want a balloon animal? Come here, I'll do your giraffe. Don't. No. 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 Oh, gosh. Come here, I'll do your dolphin. Oh, dear. <laughs> you went for the llama. It's kind of a goat. <laughs> Fortunately for Florence, the surgery was a success. Dr. James Obondi. James Obondi. <laughs> I've been expecting you, Mr. Jabondi. <laughs> James Jabondi. Yeah, we spare nerves and we spare a circulation and we brought a shaft. To his rifle size. Who's a bad private? Oh, that's dick. Flash. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oops. I believe Florence is going to enjoy his life forever, like any other normal human being. In three months. There's no Oscar in this, you know. There's nothing. There's no award. In three months. He will be just normal in his function mm. and be able to do everything he wants mm. to do. Everything mm. he wants to do. And this is why we don't have cameras in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they didn't take him to back to too normal of a size. What, you mean around 12 inches? You've been wearing your magnifying glasses yeah. again, the haven't readers. you? The it's readers. about putting intentions out there. It's all about law of attraction and intentions. How's that working out? It's great. I've made a graph on the wall, cut pictures out, glued it all together. The intention's there. <laughs> the joy of positive thinking. Is it a growth chart? Yes. <laughs> growth. Norwegian leather exports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, Maureen. Norwegian leather exports seem to have gone up in this third quarter. <laughs> Boom. Shaka boom. Nice. So there you go, Michelle. Backballs. What have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Jamie Ellison's botanical tour of northern Newfoundland provided a whole different kind of nature lesson when he looked out a local bay and saw an iceberg with a distinctly masculine flourish. Mm. Yes. The Nova Scotia-based horticulture instructor and 10 tour companions stood slack-jawed on the shoreline in Griquet Bay as they took in the impressive ice formation and its clear phallic protuberance. Protuberance? protuberance. There's going to be points for that, surely. Thank you. I'm wondering what a horticulturalist instructor is. Right, plants, you're going to get fit. No talking <laughs> at the back. Herbaceous borders to the front. Give me 20, you miserable little worms. I'm wondering if they can use a life preserver and play bottle toss. That'd be awesome. It was quite large for that. But it was why not? towering. Yes. Plunging itself into the cold mother nature that is the air. I wonder if you can get your tongue stuck to it. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> That is you know, odd. What makes you think of that? That wasn't weird. That's like from a Christmas story where yeah. the kid gets his Flick. tongues. Dumb and dumber. Stuck to the pole. Yeah. Don't you remember? I do. So recall. it's so cold. Maybe your yes, tongue Yes, I almost stick guarantee the... that if you put your tongue on it, you will be stuck there. Hmm. I can almost <laughs> guarantee it. And I'm hoping for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> he says their quiet awe quickly turned to giggles wow. while prompting some rude comments as they came up with a name for the soaring structure. Oh, but that didn't sink the Titanic, did it? <laughs> Someone threw out Penisburg, and he said with a laugh from Hubbard's Nova Scotia on Monday, we all had a good chuckle and were laughing and just thinking, oh my gosh, this is very phallic. Actually, we didn't quite expect to see what we saw. It's very graphic, isn't it? I mean, mm -hmm. it's detailed. Yes, definitely. Yes, Veins and everything. Yeah. Anatomical would be yes, a really good word. Yes, anatomically Almost vascular. <laughs> yeah. It's been a show for mm, words tonight. It's yes. Neptune's weenus. Oh, Poseidon's yes. plunger. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's far better, isn't Ursula's it? Ursula's toy. No, it's Neptune's knob. Oh, yes, Neptune's knob. Heading out for an octopus's garden. <laughs> no. Oh my God. A sunken chest wedged between, betwixt. We Not need to look at the, the photographs. Are oh, there? If people wish to see this, it is on our Facebook. Site. It is. It is. Ellison, who also runs Green Optics Photography, said he and his mates were heading to coffee when they spotted the iceberg in a little bay in the area and decided to stop and get a closer look. He said it looked like many icebergs that would show up on a daily basis along that coastline, where he and the group, largely American botanists, were studying Newfoundland's alpine flora. That must have been a really good week away from home, wasn't it? The hedonism oh, yeah, of Nova Scotia's Rapidian flora. Yes. Because mm. it's all like... <laughs> I know. It's all stunted. It's too cold. It's moss, isn't it? They're looking at moss. Moss with a little blossom. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. When he first saw it, he says he thought it looked like the bow of a ship. So he grabbed his powerful 600-millimeter lens and snapped a picture only to find that he had captured a much racier image, a long, tubular piece of ice reaching skyward over a larger mass of ice. It's mm. very graphic. Mm -hmm. We were passing by, and I thought, geez, I just got to get a shot of that. It's too good to be true. No, I didn't realize you know how quite phallic it was, said Ellison, who teaches at Nova Scotia Communi Community College in Kensville. Was that a girl? Was that a girl? No, he's a boy. But he had to take a picture of it. Of the big wiener. To of be the fair. Wieners. The big icy it's wiener. It's so impressive. I think most people would have uh, would wanted you? to oh, yeah. commit that to film. Yeah. It's you, amazing. You would have taken a picture of the wiener. I'd have got a wide-angled lens out and got the whole thing crammed mm -hmm. in. You would have put your arm around it, wouldn't you? It's too big. You could climb it like a mountaineer. It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, it's huge. Yes, it's, Let's it's, go. It's tower. It's gone. It's disappeared. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. It is very kind of obelisk. It's uh, yes. a megalith. There you go. There's megalith. a lot of nice coming words here. I like here. that. Lovely. He says the unique iceberg that it was estimated to be several stories high, but was gone later in the day, likely pushed by strong winds to make the rounds further down the coast out to sea. But we'll try again later. Yeah, so I was going to say, buy a girl, do it. Probably. Perfect. I shall give you points, Miss Corrie. Mm. I have a very short, the shortest story I've ever read out in the round of Not For Your Mother. Drunken driver had lizard in bra. It does Yay. exactly what it says on the tin. Police arrested Amy Rebello McCarthy on charges of drunken driving Monday after she went on a joyride with a bearded dragon lizard in her bra. 
A Newton woman, who police say was drunk behind the wheel when she crashed her Mercedes-Benz in Taunton, <laughs> had a surprise passenger stowed in her bra, a bearded dragon lizard. Lucky there was not a bearded dragon in her panties as well. Want me to get mine out? No, you're all good. <laughs> Keep your bearded dragon <laughs> under your clothes, please. Dragon attack <laughs> or too much slack? <laughs> Miss Morris, you have the oh, last see story. Nobody's bearded dragon. No one. <laughs> well, let's have a few drinks. Nice. <laughs> Stop it. Stop hissing at me. I'll bring it out. <laughs> Why is it on fire? <laughs> you need some cranberry juice. <laughs> Miss Morris, what have you got for me in the final story of Not For Your Mother? We're in Florida. Yay! Canada! Police arrested Summer Adamson after a routine traffic stop after officers noticed that she had heroin syringes on her vehicle's floor and other illegal substances huh. in her possession, mm. as one does, as one does. After getting Miss Admonson to the jail for booking on the minor drug charges, things got weird. Uh-oh. Once Miss Adamson was advised that she would have to complete a strip search before entering her cell. She had a bearded dragon. You always have that face on you. Get it off. What face? The, it's the one like you smell Limburger. Yeah, yeah. I'm, the... I've, I'm a psychic. I've got a fairly good idea of what's lumbering over the hill at this stage, and it doesn't make me happy. Go on. Take a <laughs> guess. That <laughs> doesn't make me happy. Something's what is been cons- lumbering something, over? Something's been positioned oh, and hidden. Oh, that doesn't take a psychic, but go on. Well, on the back of the fact that there were syringes laying around, it's yes. a gun, isn't it? It's going to be a small no. gun, a derringer. Uh-uh. No. It's a sex toy. No. It's a oh. chicken. No. Drug-related. It is. Oh. See? Told you I was psychic. officers were administering the strip search, Miss Admonson pulled a plastic bag... A bong. ...out of her butthole... <laughs> And began to eat the bag. No! <laughs> no! 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 Damn it! <laughs> it's and gonna the be contents chewy. inside it. Oh! <laughs> Death by chocolate. <laughs> I want a photograph of Michelle's no! face. Just like it is now. Look at it. Jeez. Police were able to stop her and discover that the contents of the butthole bag contained meth. Whoa. So she ate a bag of poopy meth. She ate a A bag bag of poopy meth. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Colostomy meth. Here we come. (gasps) Yeah. Mrs. Admonson's day just went from bad to worse. Her bond is currently... Being set at twenty thousand dollars, so thank Go God for butt crack. <laughs> Terrible butt crack. I see what you've done. You get that? The only yeah, thing I've but- got to declare is the crack in my bottom. That's going to land you in all sorts of issues at the airport, isn't it? Oh. Well, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores. In last place, with a K two meter, with a dead battery and the robot floating in the fountain, 
It's a tie, Michelle and Heather. Yes. Of both oh, I'm scored. used to it. Yep. Four, you're going to have to share the dead battery. Mm-hmm. But in resplendent first place, winning the $33,000 IR camera and taking his robot on holiday with him around the Bahamas is myself, who got to the dizzying score of six. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back <laughs> with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun, informative journey through the world of the paranormal strange intriguing bizarre and weird please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my facebook site more questions and answers with adrian lee you can also join my twitter account at adrian underscore lee underscore tips and remember we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round called not for your mother that we can't read out on air if you go to soundcloud.com you can search for mq ta radio remember if you go to patreon.com and search for mqta radio you can also donate to the show my gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to lorna hunter heather morris jeton drain and michelle curry nathan bush and all of the international paranormal society intparanormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including the lakes area paranormal interest group mufon of minnesota martin's online auctions and a big thank you to frank zolchek it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting good night